This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Well, 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 four years ago, I was in this chair and I thought, you know what? I want to do something else. Let somebody else do the fifth quarter. I th- Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Rick Zamperin is actually, Rick is off tonight for a very good reason. He's celebrating his wedding anniversary with his bride. It's a momentous one. It's 20 years. He put it on Facebook and Twitter. So you know what, Rick? Enjoy the night. I'm Tad Michaels. Back in this chair, the fifth quarter here on 900CHML. Tweet me. Change the Twitter handle in the last little while. Tweet me at Mr. Ted Michaels or Ted at 900CHML. The fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900CHML. Uh, this one was over... Probably, it was over sooner than you would think. Yeah, I know the score at halftime is what it was, 18-10, but um, there's a couple of plays that really set up this ball game that showed me that the uh, the Argonauts were not going to be in this ball game at all. Final score was uh, the Tiger Cats, 34, and uh, the uh, Toronto Argonauts, uh, 20. A little bit later on, the player of the game, the fifth quarter fan of the night, the number 905-645-3221, or on the cell at star nine nine hundred but let's go to the phones and let's open up the phone lines tonight and join dave thank you for calling dave you're up first on chml's fifth quarter hi ted let's hope that uh, rick's not listening to the fifth quarter now on his uh anniversary <laughs> let's let's hope no- knowing rick rick is very dedicated to his craft yeah. i bloody well hope not <laughs> i hope not either but you know the last time i talked to you was the last time we were in the Grey Cup, at the last time, it's like old times. You know what? Yeah, and I remember because it was uh, 2014. Yes, it, was. it was the game against Calgary. Boy, there was venom at the end of that game because of the call against the Tiger Cats and clipping it. So it's kind of all coming back. But anyway, yeah. uh, your thoughts on the ball game tonight, Dave? Well, I'm glad they didn't look past the Argos. Uh, clearly, the better team. Um, you know, I don't. I mean, uh, Pasker obviously the player of the game is he though is he you know i some some would say brandon bank should be the player of the game well i could i couldn't argue with that either mazzoli was uh 21 of 30 but i think you know brandon banks or luke task okay tasker had four catches but he had three touchdowns but brandon banks i guess is the guy that really really set things up but anyway yeah no no yeah i agree with you i agree with you i really do uh i think uh i just I just, you know, Luke had the three touchdowns, and yep. I think, yeah, I, you know, task. I mean, Brandon Banks, either one is fine, you know, one yep. A, one B. But I'll tell you what, that Argo team is brutal, aren't they? Yeah, and and, and I kind of knew um, there was one uh, one play uh, where the Argos uh, were well, a couple of them actually, uh, but they did. Uh, S. J. Green was a second and eighteen in the second quarter. He picked up nineteen yards, and then the Argos got a penalty for too many men in the huddle. Yes. Then, yes. That, then after that, there was a pass interference call on Brandon Banks, which I don't think was a pass interference call, and it kind of all imploded for them. Now they are, finally got the benefit of one. Yeah, there. they <laughs> are. They are a brutal football club, and it's so obvious that uh, Ricky Ray is the reason why, um, in many ways, why um, this team is not moving along well. But uh, well, absolutely didn't 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 help for sure. No, uh, not having Ricky Ray in there. That's absolutely for sure. Just like when we Kirkalaros went down the year after you uh, were uh, doing the fifth quarter, that didn't help us either. I mean, once you lose your starting quarterback, you have to be pretty lucky to get a guy that can fill in. Yeah. Usually doesn't happen. But, uh, yeah, the only thing that, you know, um, I, uh, next next week in Ottawa, I hope they uh, 
they're able to pull it out. I think they need to clean up the penalties. That's about it. Other than that, I think uh, you know they did. They kept their focus. Uh, they, uh, you know, they 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 did what they had to do tonight, and they definitely were a superior team, no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm um, just looking at the uh, the final uh, penalty numbers. If I can scroll down here, they don't have them yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, you know, uh, toward the end, it was a little, you know, some penalties and some arguments and people exchanging opinions and what have you but uh so i i will say this yes the tiger cats full marks for the victory but to me it really doesn't mean anything because the argos are that bad you have to beat ottawa two times now to yeah. uh clinch first because the uh rider of uh, the riders the red blacks have the one game in hand so first things first if they beat ottawa next week now we got something we'll see so let's not yeah. over contain ourselves uh Absolutely. too much i, I agree Tanner, but i just gonna say, I, I was actually gonna make that point myself they're gonna have to buckle down because uh, um toronto is not ottawa that's for sure yeah they are uh they are a pretty good football club so um well, it's we'll great to happens. hear you back, Ted. Well, thank I, uh, you. Good to, good, like old times anyways. Hopefully <laughs> the, this time we can uh, take it to the house this time. We'll see what happens. Dave, I thank you very much for your take call. 905-645-3221 on the cell at star 9900. We'll take a break and we'll do the uh, fifth quarter trivia challenge, the player of the game, the fan of the night. But let's take our next call on CHML's fifth quarter. This is like old times. Wes, what's up? Hey, Ted. How's it going? Hey, man? brother. What's up with you? <laughs> Oh, you know, just watching the Ticats kick some more go by. Ah, uh, yeah, you know. But don't you feel... S- no, I should probably not even ask that question. I was going to ask if you feel sorry for the Argos, but most fans don't. So Nobody blows with the Argos. Oh, man. come on, you know what? Let's let's play nice in 2019. Nah. No, I love saying <laughs> that the Argos are the worst team in the CFL. What did you think about the game tonight? If I can just say one quick thing. Um, when I heard your voice instead of Rick's... Yep. And then I said, Dave's going to be the first caller, and I have to be the second caller. Ah, see, now all I, well, you know what? It's October. Our guy yeah. that used to jump in the pool, I would mm-hmm. suggest he wouldn't be doing that in October. But, you know, I, but I this really is... hope not. I really <laughs> hope he's not. But um, as for the game, I, the player of the game is Brandon Banks. Yep. And I, I was mentioning to my friend who I watched the game with tonight, um, Ken Austin. Uh, I, did he miss the boat on him, or is he using him as a kick returner and a specialty player? Or do you think it's stuff that he worked in worked on since Ken Austin became the head coach to be as good as he is a wide receiver? Because even even in the NFL, he didn't put up these kind of numbers. No, and I would suggest that the whole thing changed when they're getting him away from kick returning and making him a bigger part of the field was when June Jones took over. Um, I, uh... You know. Uh, Austin left a lot of things here, um, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I mean, I don't want to get into old history or or, mm-hmm. or what have you, but uh, actually, I've been dying to say this for the last little while. If, if anybody thinks that you know Kent Austin last year at zero and eight stepped down for the good of the team, uh, that's not true. No, no, I, I thought he was a tremendous coach, and I, what he did for Hamilton, he got us to two great cups. Yeah, I mean, that's all most we can say for anybody. But I just he has gone from a kick returner. To a dangerous offensive weapon in a very short period of time. Yep. And I, I love the way Masoli's been playing. He just he, he looks downfield. He sees the guy and he goes for it. And we, we we finally have an offense to match our defense to go down the field. And it's just it's good to not always settle for field goals or punting the ball and settling for twenty eighteen points a game or mm-hmm. fifteen points a game or what have you. Yep. We finally have that that offense that makes those plays. Right in like right right when we need it, and we just seemed like the last couple of years we were lacking that. That uh, well yeah. But um, 
I do agree with Dave 100% about Toronto is definitely not Ottawa. Oh. And, uh, like, but if we win next week, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think we would, we would be where we are now mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. I thought there was no way. But they proved me wrong, and I'm hoping they keep this right on rolling. And uh, who knows? Playoffs, Great Cup, who knows how far we can go if we keep playing like this. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll break down some of the numbers from tonight uh, a little bit later on. A very I impressive just have one numbers. quick question yep. for you. Yep. Because you might know the rule more than I do. The Uh-oh. kick return that was returned for the punt return that was returned for the touchdown today. The illegal block, that guy wasn't going to be involved in the play. I don't think. I don't think that he would have made it to make the tackle. Does it not matter? Weren't there two calls on that play? One was holding and one was um, an illegal block? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But the illegal block is what took it back. I don't know. I don't know the rule. I shouldn't really say. Yeah. Um, I. You know, uh, there's... There's always the call of what you know. What should the officials be calling? Are they going to play? Are they part of the play or not? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few calls tonight. The Argos got called for roughing the passer. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh Webster from um, or Matt Webster rather, the kid from Queens, really wasn't uh, roughing the passer. I'm not even going to get on the whole thing because I'm a I Green Bay Packers fan, right. and you know how I feel about that. But um, so I do agree with you in the previous call is the pass interference call on Brandon Banks. It benefited us, of course, but there was no pass interference on that play. No, there wasn't, and wasn't it interesting that you know mercifully tonight? I'm going to get on my my uh, high horse here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mercifully tonight, when they have a live mic game, for the most part, they let us hear the live mics. Mm-hmm. And the best part of the game was when Mark Tressman was talking Yelled to the official calmly you're lucky i'm mic'd up tonight he said yeah and and he said i something about i haven't yelled in seven years but you'll be (laughs) something about you'll be happy when i'm proven right as it turns out he wasn't yeah but i thought that was brilliant because if it's a live mic game and there is a bit of a delay just in case people wonder uh i thought of what that added so much and then and then to see the look on Trustman's face <laughs> afterwards. And by the way, he is such a classy man. I really feel bad for him because this is something, this is the first time ever in his career that he's lost seven games in a row. I think, I was saying to my friend earlier, and I'll try and cut, I'll try and get, cut this call as short as possible. I just miss talking to you, man. But I just said to my friend, he's still a great coach. And I do feel bad for him because he does have, like the stuff he did in Montreal, uh, Chicago, Baltimore, yep. and now back in Toronto, he's won two great cups. Yeah. Like, more than two great cups, but two great cups just in Toronto. He's probably the best coach in the league, but hey, when you have injuries in a young team and then your top running back also goes down, what do you expect him to do? Yeah, I know. And, Anyways, uh, man, it was nice catching thanks up. Thanks very you. much. Thanks very much. I uh, have uh, I haven't been to a game at Tim Hortons Field well in four years, so you know maybe. Maybe one day I'll uh, I'll pop down there. Thanks very much for your call, Wes. Mark and Rick, hang on. I hope that's not Rick Zamperin. I don't think it is. But Mark and Rick, hang on. We'll get to your calls. We'll get some numbers. We'll get to some emails and some tweets and what have you. The Tiger Cats beating the Argonauts tonight by a score of 34-20. to They are now tied with Ottawa for first place. And the schedule makers have given everybody a bonus because the Tiger Cats and the Argo are the Tiger Cats and uh, Ottawa now meet back-to-back starting next week in Ottawa. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford. Ted Michaels in for Rick Zamprin tonight, back with more on 900 CHML. And Ted Michaels in tonight for Rick Zamprin, the uh, Argonauts uh, 
going down to defeat 34-20. Tiger Cats sweep the series with the Argos and now set up the home-and-home -home series with the Ottawa Red Blacks. Ottawa, of course, plays tomorrow, but we'll see what happens going into that game next Friday in Ottawa. Let's take our next call on CHML's fifth quarter. Mark joins us. Mark, thanks for holding, and go ahead. How are you, Ted? I'm good, Mark. How are you? I'm uh, pretty good, man. Long time no talk. Well, four years, but yeah, and uh, you know, I just thought I, <laughs> I just thought I'd bring that. You know, I, it's hard to believe that it's been four years. Like it really has. So anyway. Anyways, so I thought actually, aside from the penalties, the Tigers played a pretty complete game. It's like one of the most complete games of the season. And you know, I'm happy they're firing on all cylinders at this time of year. It looks good. The only downside other than the penalties is why wasn't Sinkfield returning punts uh, or kickoffs something maybe he wasn't ready yet uh don't know I I know that they do want to use him uh, as a kick returner and a receiver but maybe they wanted to give him one more look just at what uh what the offense is, is all about, uh, from what I understand, he is going to play next week against Ottawa. By the way, you were talking about penalties tonight. I wasn't aware that this was so much. It was uh, nine penalties for the Tiger Cats for 127, the Argos eight for 110. Yeah. As for Sinkfield, he's been bouncing around NFL camps for, what, since August? Yep. Uh, yeah. He, he should be able to return a kickoff. That's all. Well, he also, um, he's talking about going back to the NFL as a defensive back. Now, the issue becomes, of course, if he comes up here, is he going to play defensive back? Probably not. So if he wants to hone his skills to do that, I don't know. Uh, are you going to be, a, you know, a Deron Carter and play both ways or what? So it'll be interesting to see how they use him. I, I would venture that they're not going to put him at defensive back. No, we don't need him at, at defensive back. We need him at receiver. Yeah. However, so. when you look at uh, some of the numbers, which we'll get to tonight, they uh, spread the ball around nicely. And, uh, you know, there's there's really – I don't really think Sinkfield was needed in that uh, in that Tiger Cat lineup tonight myself. Right. Like, actually, like, honestly, it was just a complete game. Like, I was – you know, Mazzoli threw a couple of interceptions. They weren't really his fault. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, yeah, like I thought this game could have been a trap game and it, it turned out to be anything but. Well, I kind of thought it was when the Argos were back and forth, back and forth, and then a couple of plays and then penalties and then what have you. And then in the second half, they, uh, you know, just imploded. So, it, uh, yes, it was a victory. Uh, yes, uh, it was 34-20 and that score flatters the Argos. But let's see what happens next week when they go to Ottawa to take on the Red Blacks in first place because that one is going to be, obviously, they, they, they Tiger Cats have to win both games, so the first one comes in Ottawa. Right. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, while you're here, um, who do you think is the player of the game tonight? Well, I'll give it to uh, Brandon Banks. Yep. Uh, and one more quick thing. Yep. Everyone keeps saying, oh, the Argos are not the uh, the Red Blacks, which is true. They're still a team in the CFL. Yep. And it's like any given Sunday, right? Yep. So, so like, the Argos could have whipped our asses tonight, and it, it would have been no shock to no one, especially me, because I thought this was a trap game. So it, it really doesn't matter who you play. Yeah, they're, they're, they're lower than the Ticats in the standings, but they could have come in here. We could have went there, and they could have kicked our butt. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're going to go to Ottawa. We're going to kick their butt, and we're going to get the East Final at Tim Hortons Field. And this year is our year for the Cup because we've been suffering for 
was 20 years. 1999. Now. 1999. Yeah. <laughs> I remember exactly where I was, like 9 11, right? Yeah. Well, and, and, <laughs> almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. Almost yeah. 20. This yeah. will be the 20th season, right? Yeah. So, so it, it's like we're due. All right. We'll, we'll see. I would like to see us play Winnipeg because then I can't get mad if Winnipeg wins because they're worse than us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's that's one way of looking at it. All right, I appreciate your call, Mark. Thanks hey, very man, much. Good night, man. All right, thanks. 905-645-3221 on the cell at star 9900. Tad Michaels in for Rick Zamperin tonight on the fifth quarter. Let's go to the top of the deck. It is like old home week, and we have on the line Manny. What's up, brother? Oh, my Lord, it's just a flood of memories, buddy. I had to call in tonight. I mean, thank, I call it most, thank, most weeks. Thank you. Jeez, it's almost like I was missed. Yes. No, well, you know what? I, like I said, I usually call in most weeks, but yeah. it just brings back a flood of memories because my boys were, well, these were the days when my boys loved going. They still love going to the games. They really love going with that, and that's the difference. Yep. <laughs> They're a little bit older now, so they are kind of, you know, they go their separate ways. So it brings back a lot of family memories, and really that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Them. All right. Sporting events, right? Yep. But anyways, I um, – Comments I on the game. Tonight. Yeah, not really anything, uh, of course, negative to say. I, I, you know, I did call in a couple of weeks ago, and I had mentioned, and I actually, I, Antonio, also a, a regular caller, very passionate caller, was t- talking about the kicker. And, and again, you know, today, uh, the score was really high in our favor, so it didn't make a huge difference. But in another, um, another kick that was a legal kickoff and another missed single. And I just think that when the games get tighter, and, you know, those those points, it's four points, or, well, it was one point, but you give them automatic field position. And if you're playing a good team, a really good team, you know, it's just, again, and you could say, well, the weather, but the weather was bad for the rookie kicker at the Argos, and he made all his kicks. Mm-hmm. So I just think that it's just happening week after week. And the other, it kind of, just some irony here with the, and I said at the beginning of the year, and I'm glad I posted it somewhere because then nobody would believe me, but I said, <laughs> I could actually see this year being, Saskatchewan and uh, and Hamilton Grey Cup and you know Saskatchewan's really played well in the West and I believe Kolaris is like six and one uh, since he's taken over the reins there and wouldn't it be something if it was Kolaris versus Mazzoli in the Grey Cup? Eh? Well, you realize, of course, that that means that Saskatchewan had well. Not that it hasn't happened, but uh, that means they have to go through Calgary and of course Calgary of course. is very tough at home and yeah. especially in the playoffs but uh they, they've been looking a little bit more um let's say human of late yep yep uh, yeah they look a little bit more human of late i mean uh uh bulls uh bulls tape it up now mind you he's lost a lot of receivers but so have so have we yep and uh so they they're looking and, and then sketch was deep it's just a really good really good and they just of course it is now that really is the key. I mean, if you had said the home game would be in Saskatchewan, that could be a that really could be the turning point or the tipping point, right? Yep. But being in Calgary, it is very hard. But anyway, it's been a wonderful season, and it was nice uh, talking to you. My player of the game is uh, is Banks. I mean, how could you not say with over almost 200 yards receiving and just uh, just a passionate guy? Every every game uh, puts everything into 
into it. So uh, it was nice talking to you all the best, my friend. All right. Thanks very much, Manny. Uh, by the way, Frank, hang on, Frank. We will get to your call, Frank, in a moment. We're going to take take a break in a moment. Uh, Tiger Cats beating the Argonauts 34-20 to tonight. If you look at some of the numbers, and uh, it's it's pretty well unanimous from our callers uh, at 905-645-3221 or on the Salad Star uh, 9900 that Brandon Banks should be the uh, the player of the game tonight. Uh, when you break down the numbers, uh, we'll get into a, a lot more later on. However, Jeremiah Masoli tonight was uh, 21 of 30 for 338 yards, two interceptions, four touchdowns. Uh, Franklin on the other side for the Argos, uh, this one surprised me. I didn't think he completed that many, 22 of 37 for, for 292. Uh, he also ran seven times for 44 yards. This uh, Brandon Burks kid is pretty good, the uh, the rookie that played for the Argos, 9 of 34. On the other side, uh, John White, 13 carries for 52 yards, but uh, receiving for the Tiger Cats, Banks, nine catches, 178 yards, and he had uh, one touchdown. Luke Tasker, six catches for 63 yards and three touchdowns. Mike Jones, two catches for 33. Uh, John White, three catches for 25. Justin Buren, who made his debut tonight, three for 31. And Rashad Lawrence, one catch for eight yards. The Argonauts uh, uh, go to now 3-12. and 12. You have to wonder, you have to wonder what is going to happen there in the offseason. I know Jim Pop and Mark Tressman are tight. I know they have a lot of things to do, uh, but... Boy, that is a brutal football club. I understand it. Probably a lot of it is because Ricky Ray's not there and he got injured. And uh, hopefully we won't see Ricky Ray play ever again. That was a very scary injury. He doesn't have anything to prove. He has his health. Walk away, Ricky. And hopefully the Argos can find themselves a quarterback to make it a little more competitive. The other disturbing part of the uh, the thing tonight, and I understand uh, why they wouldn't do that and why people wouldn't attend, but there were supposedly the crowd that they uh, announced tonight was 14,184 from the television shots on the far side of the field away from the bench uh, it didn't look nearly uh, full at all and I know that there's um, probably they would never admit it but probably a little bit of concern at the head office uh, of the CFL when they talk about the Argonauts okay Frank hang on for a sec we'll get to your call we have an email coming in from again another longtime listener to this program and somebody who wants to say I geez it's like I've never been gone when I left here I thought nobody loved me everybody wanted me out that's not why I left by the way I just thought I'd clarify that I left on my own terms but Geez, it's kind of nice being back in this chair for one week. Rick will be back next week. Tiger Cats have beaten the Argonauts 34-20. to This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Ted Michaels tonight in for Rick Zamperin. Uh, Tiger Cats beat the Argonauts 34-20. to uh, It's unanimous that the player of the game tonight for the Hamilton Tiger Cats is uh, Brandon Banks. Let's take our next call on uh, CHML's fifth quarter. Frank has been holding patiently. Frank, the floor is yours, so to speak. Go ahead. How are you doing, Ted? Hey, Frank, how are you? I, I, can't, I have to agree with you 100%. On? Uh, Toronto is in shambles. Yep. That's a bad situation. Yeah, it is. But I have to disagree with uh, your first two callers. Okay. Like, uh, isn't the game in Hamilton next week? No, the first game is in Ottawa. Okay. Uh, Friday, and then the following Saturday, four o'clock at Tim Hortons Field. All right. Okay. Forgive me. Yeah. No, that's fine. 
But uh, I think we'll beat them in Ottawa, and yep. I think we'll beat them here. You realize having uh, playing, beating a team t- twice, two times in a row. I'm not it, saying it can't happen, but I'm saying it's difficult. The Tiger Cats did it to the Argos earlier this year, but again, the Argos are in Ottawa. No, I understand that, but I don't think Trevor Harris is what everybody thinks he is. So pressure him, and we got him. All we have to do, our defense, is pressure him, and we're good. But I have to say, um, Mazzoli, I had, uh, I wasn't that confident about Mazzoli mm-hmm. at first, but now I see it. You can feel it. You can feel it when he's, you know, the way he's acting, the way he's, you know, I think he's the quarterback. Why not? Well, um... <laughs> Because there are those that would say, Frank, that every so often, just when Mazzoli starts to get in a rhythm and then he throws it in a... And, and yes, that happens to a lot of quarterbacks, too, but there's 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 something here that... I mean, there's people in this station that they love the team, but they say Mazzoli just makes them really nervous. Uh, uh, but... Uh, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Makes anyway. Makes me nervous, but is there. All right. There. Is there. By the Magic. way... The magic is there. By the way, before we let you go, Frank, uh, we're going to do the fifth quarter trivia challenge. Rick uh, always does this and told me to do it now. Right. Uh, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have a prize. You know, I, I mean, I you know, we have a CHML coffee mug that's half used if you want that. I got a couple of pens. Well, I don't want that. Well, well, no, and and I will even throw in my tie that lights up and says, we visited Yucca Flats. How's that? But anyway, here is the uh, trivia challenge, and people can call in if they want to uh, take a shot at it, 905-645-3221 or on the cell at star 9900. So the question is this, and Frank, you get first crack at it because you're on the air. A year after winning the Grey Cup, the Argos have been eliminated from the playoffs, which, of course, is tonight. Since 1958, how many teams have missed the playoffs the year after they won the Grey Cup? Your choices are 7, 10, 13, or 17. 13. No. Uh. Anyway. Um, well, that, that's fine. Uh, we will throw that out again, and people can, can call or email or uh, send, a, send a tweet. By the way, Frank, before we wrap up, on a totally unrelated topic here, there are to- there's a lot of, well, there's some whispers and some conversations about uh, the city of Hamilton hosting the Grey Cup, and it's their turn, and I get it. Um, your thoughts on them possibly hosting a Grey Cup at Tim Hortons Field? Great. That's it? Do yes. You, yes. Do you think that it'll be supported? Yes. It almost sounds like, like there's a button there, Frank. No? No, yes. Okay. No, yeah. All right, perfect. Okay. All right, so... Uh, well, I have a bit of a flu. I'm, I'm like, I've been ah, okay. and everything. Well, you I'm know old. what? Well, I, I'm actually glad that you called and, and shared that with me. Anyway, Frank. Well, thank you, sir. Frank, you, uh, Frank, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. 905-645-3221 on the cell at star 9900. Again, the fifth quarter trivia challenge, and then we'll start to get to uh, the emails and the tweets. A year after winning the Grey Cup, the Argos have been eliminated from the playoffs. We know that happened tonight. Since 1958, how many teams have missed the playoffs the year after they won the Grey Cup? Your choices are 7, 10, 13, and 17.
And by process of elimination, Frank's at 13, and that's not the answer. Email coming in tonight, uh, ted at 900chml.com. And this is so good because this is taking me back from Alan. Hi, Ted. It's nice to hear from you again. We all miss hearing your voice and brings back good memories of the fifth quarter. That's so nice. I really didn't think I'd be missed. Anyway, he goes on to say, a lot of turnovers by Mazzoli tonight, but I'm happy we won. Tasker and Banks had an amazing game. A couple of big plays by Mike Jones also, but sometimes it scares me when Mazzoli makes throws to him. I'm going to stop right there. You're right, because we all know that there were games where he was wide open and he dropped the ball, but he hasn't done that lately. He's made some pretty good catches, including one tonight that I didn't think was a catch that the tie, that the Argos didn't challenge. Uh, however, anyway, I digress. Anyway, glad we picked up Singfield, and he probably will play next week. I'd like to see what McDaniel can do also. I'll be watching the Ottawa-Edmonton game tomorrow. Let's hope Edmonton beats them so we can go into next week with them tied for first place. The game next week is going to be hard, but I have faith in this team. With the injuries we have, is there anybody that will be healthy going into next week? Interesting you say that. Player of the game, he says Luke Tasker, who had three touchdowns and passed Darren Flutie for fourth in Tiger Cats history with receptions with just over 405. Can't wait for next week. Alan, thank you for your email. Very nice of you to uh, send that to us. Now, you're talking about the injury situation for the Tiger Cats, and he's, and you talked about uh, anybody healthy going into next week. Right now, on the one-game injured list, uh, okay, uh, Adrian Tracy and Jason Neal. On the sixth game, of course, these people will not play, so probably I shouldn't even mention it. So Adrian Tracy and Jason Neal, one game. On the practice roster... Um, Brian Moniz, the quarterback, we have Mario Cooper and, uh, several other people as well. So, um, Marque McDaniel came in late. They picked up him. So Sinkfield will probably play next week. The question is, who do they take off in his place? I would suggest possibly Lawrence, uh, to keep Sinkfield out to play a kick returner. But of course, I, that's, that's up for better people than me. However... So thank you very much for that uh, that email, Alan. We also uh, have some tweets coming in at Mr. Ted Michaels, and uh, it's people people are really good at doing stuff on Twitter. I have the basics. I can send a picture. Jake the Snake, also at Argo Suck, uh, sent a picture. Uh, hashtag CFL Game Day at Mr. Ted Michaels. Hashtag Whiskey Wawa. Basically, and people are responding to this on Twitter. It's a, just a, a picture. It has Argos, the, the Argos at the top, the top right, and it shows two brooms, which is what, of course, he's talking about. So, Jake, brilliant. I don't know how you do that, but that's brilliant. Uh, 905-645-3221 on the Salad Star 9900. The player of the game, Brandon Banks. Uh, the fifth quarter trivia challenge is there as well. So let's, before we uh, take a break in a couple of minutes, let's get to uh, all the numbers. Let's really crunch it down now for uh, what happened tonight. First downs, Tiger Cats 21, Argos 19. Tiger Cats 85 rushing yards, the Argos 87. Passing yards, Tiger Cats 338, Argos 292. Total offense tonight, Tiger Cats 397, Argos 358. First downs, as we mentioned, a 21 to a 19. Uh, now, giveaways. 
interceptions and downs and what have you. Tiger Cats, uh, two, and the Argos, uh, four. So t- Argos, you know, will fumble and interception on down. So the Argos were uh, not in a good position with that one tonight. Penalties, it's a factor. Tiger Cats, nine for 127. Argos, eight for 110. Sacks tonight. Sacks allowed. The Tiger Cats allowed two. The Argos allowed three. So individually tonight, as we mentioned, Jeremiah Masoli, 21 of 30 for 338. Uh, James Franklin, 22 of 37 for 292 yards. And if you look defensively for the Tiger Cats, uh, the leading tackler tonight was Larry Dean. He's, he's in the middle. He probably should be the leading tackler. He had eight of those tonight. Uh, quarterback sacks for the Tiger Cats. Uh, Nikita Whitlock had one, and Justin Capacotti also had one. Uh, punts, and uh, we'll get to the, where the punts. They've changed all this stuff on me now. Uh, team defense, we'll get to that in a minute. Interceptions and knockdowns and what have you. Uh, they have the penalty chart. Um, so... A lot of positives for the Tiger Cats aside from the penalties tonight, uh, nine of them, and that'll have obviously have to be cleaned up before they get ready for the game against the Ottawa Red Blacks next week. Our trivia question again, if you want to take a shot at it, you have a chance at 905-645-3221 on the cell at star 9900. A year after winning the Grey Cup, the Argos have been eliminated from the playoffs since 1958. How many teams have missed the playoffs a year after they won the Grey Cup? Your choices are 7, 10, 13 and 17. Frank said 13, so obviously that's out. He was incorrect. Thanks for uh, participating anyway, Frank. So uh, those are the uh, uh, the numbers that you can choose from. And looking at some of the other numbers as well for the uh, Tiger-Cat game tonight against the Argos. Um, and what really jumps out is the performance that we mentioned of uh, Brandon Banks. Uh, he really, he was wide open. On several times, and I understand, uh, I don't know what defense the Argos were playing, but uh, boy, the uh, Brandon Banks had himself a heck of a ball game tonight, uh, and it sets itself nicely for next week. And when you look at the uh, the depth chart again for, for the Tiger Cats, who will they sit, assuming Terrell uh, Singfield will play next week? And they've got some players coming back as well. So, um, I mean, I'm looking across the board. Possibly uh, Lawrence will, uh, I'm assuming here, Maybe Lawrence uh, as a slot back on the play at Singfield and uh, move him around. But uh, interesting now, home and home, next Friday, 7 o'clock start, TD Play Stadium in Ottawa. That place will be rocking. That is, by the way, a great place to watch a football game. They do such a great job in Ottawa. It's gorgeous. And if you've ever watched the game or been there, you've seen the big condos in the end zone. Boy, those puppies up there, they're expensive, but that's a great place to watch a ball game. Before we take our next break, let's take our next call on CHML's fifth quarter. John joins us. John, go ahead. I'm saying 15. You're saying uh, 15 wasn't um, one of the, um, the answers. It was 7, 10, 13, and 17, and 13 was eliminated. So next, John, what do you think? 17. No. But thanks for trying. Okay. While okay, we, thank you. Okay. No, 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 no. Why, while we have you on the line, what would you think about the uh, game tonight, John? Oh, it's uh, called a blowout. Okay. Um, all right. I don't know what that was. See, his cell phone dropped out or whatever. It, so that knocks it down to two. You have a choice of seven or ten. And, again, I wish we had a prize to give away, you know, something. 
CHML coffee mug, something. I got to talk to management. You know, these cheapskates cough up here. Come on, really? Uh, Tiger Cats beating the Argonauts of the night 34 to 20. We'll come back and have some more numbers and some tweets, and we will resurrect a tradition that Rick started a little while ago. That is the call of the night. The fifth quarter fan of the night and the call of the night. That's on the other side. The fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. This is the fifth quarter, like the man said. Just before we get to uh, CHML's uh, fan of the night and replay the call, another email from Alan, um, uh, because I asked about the uh, Grey Cup, and he said, here's his thoughts on hosting the Grey Cup. I remember when hosted in 96, it was Toronto and Edmonton. Since then, we've gone through many ups and downs before uh, we almost lost the team. Bob Young has spent millions on the team with the new stadium and mishaps we've had and going to Guelph and Tim Hortons Field. It takes a while to complete. I think it's time for Bob Young to have a successful Grey Cup. We need to add temporary seating to push it up to 40,000 seats at least. The time is now for 2020. The fans of Hamilton uh, want it. Here is my point. I have to see because I understand how many seats they want, and I understand revenue and all that stuff. But when you look at Tim Horton's field, you obviously can't add extra seats to the scoreboard, the video scoreboard side. You can't do it because the video board and underneath, and you're going right out onto uh, on the street. So this tells me that the south end of the stadium is where you have to add the seats. I would like somebody from the Tiger Cats or from the city of Hamilton Not that I'm disputing, not that I'm skeptical, but I kind of need to see for myself plans or how you plan on putting the seats there. Are they going to be temporary? Obviously. How far back are they going to be before they're close to being um, on the sidewalk? I just need to know this information. So I'm throwing it out there at some point, hopefully... Uh, I'll get a a little bit of a a look-see and somebody can sit down and show me, uh, not that I'm an engineer, but show me exactly how this is going to work if they do host uh, the uh, Grey Cup in 2020. And nobody's saying that they're putting the bid in for that yet. Maybe we're putting the cart before the horse. Anyway, uh, before we uh, give you more numbers tonight, uh, the CHML fan of the game, uh, the fifth quarter fan of the night, is something Rick started, and I'm going to say that the um, uh, the the call kind of made me feel good because it was the first call of the night. And as I said, it's been four years. And by the way, if you're just joining us, Ted Michaels in for Rick. Rick's out celebrating his anniversary tonight. And wanted the night off, clearly far more important. So I said, yes, I'll be more than happy to sit in for you. It's been four years, and, you know, why not? So uh, the CHML fifth quarter fan of the night is Dave. And just because it was the first call, and it kind of took me back, and it was an interesting twist when I said to Dave, hey, Dave, it's been a long time. Uh, What's going on, Dave? Hi, Ted. Let's hope that uh, Rick's not listening to the fifth quarter now on his uh, anniversary. <laughs> let's, let's hope not. Knowing Rick, Rick is very dedicated to his craft. Yeah. I bloody well hope not. I hope not either. <laughs> you know, the last time I talked to you was the last time we were in the Grey Cup. That's the last time. It's like old times. You know what? Yeah, and I remember because it was uh, 2014. Yes, it, was. it was the game against Calgary. 
boy, there was venom at the end of that game because of the call against the Tiger Cats and clipping it. So it's kind of all coming back. But anyway, yeah. uh, your thoughts on the ball game tonight, Dave? Well, I'm glad they didn't look past the Argos. Uh, clearly, the better team. Um, you know, I don't. I mean, uh, Pasker obviously the player of the game. Dave, uh, thank you for the call. He is the CHML's fifth quarter of fan of the night. To Dave, uh, geez, any flashbacks? Dave was always followed by Wes. And sure enough, tonight it was Dave followed by Wes. Uh, nobody wants to take a shot at this. I really don't want to give away the answer. I want somebody to call me and get the answer right. I mean, it's down to two here, people. Uh, the trivia question is, a year after winning the Grey Cup, which they did last year, the Argos have been eliminated. We know that. Since 19... And by the way, you can send me an email, ted at 900chml.com if you want. Since 1958, how many teams have missed the playoffs the year after they won the Grey Cup? Your choices are 7 and 10. It's on a silver platter for you. Anyway, uh, to wrap up again uh, tonight, the Argonauts uh, going down to defeat 34-20. to So the uh, Tiger Cats are now in a first-place tie with the Ottawa uh, Red Blacks. Um, we have a call. Is that Dave, our friend from before? Oh, it's a different Dave. Okay, well, let's take this call. We, we, we can crunch numbers anytime. Dave, thanks for your call. Go ahead. Actually, I called you in earlier, Rick. Thanks uh, for the kind words. Uh, it's 10 is the answer. Yes, it is. Very good. Congratulations. I wish I had something to give you. That's okay. <laughs> no, no, well, no. You know, like I feel like like Radley does this all the time, too, on his show, right? Hey, he has some real tough trivia questions, and, you know, you work at it. and Okay. But, yes, so it's uh, 10 teams have missed the playoffs a year after they won the Grey Cup, and that's the Argos. And, uh, uh, boy, they have a lot of problems. Anyway, Dave, thank you again for your call. Appreciate no it. Have a good night. Rick. All right, you too. All right, so just before we uh, wrap up, so you look at uh, what is coming up for the uh, the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Ottawa Red Blacks and the full game story, by the way, uh, can be seen at uh, 900chml.com. But the Tiger Cats and the Argonauts now, so the, the victory tonight, the Tiger Cats are 8-7, and seven, the Argos are 3-12. and 12. So the Cats and Argos now meet in that home-and-home home series. The first of those two games is a week tonight, Friday, October 19th, 7 p.m. in Ottawa. The second game, Saturday, October 27th, that is a 4 p.m. start at Tim Hortons Field. Right now, Ottawa holds the tiebreaker with a one nothing head-to-head record with the Tiger Cats. So when they get those two games out of the way, the last regular season game is Saturday, November 3rd. And sweet irony, it's the Alouettes and it's Johnny Manziel and he's coming back to Hamilton, and he's playing a lot better than before when he was uh, a member of the Tiger Cats. How ironic would that be if that game means something and Menzel comes back? Before we wrap up tonight, we have one more call. I want to thank him for calling. Ron, go ahead. You're up next on CHML's fifth quarter. Uh, I expected Rick, but... Uh, well, no, Rick. Rick. Rick's off celebrating his anniversary tonight. And Let me finish. Uh, you're as good as, okay, Ted? All right. Uh, it's like the first caller, okay? Nice to hear your voice. Thank again. you very much. Okay. Uh, yeah, that I was going to pick the seven, so I would have been wrong. Yeah, okay. Uh, Brandon Banks, okay, I've liked him from the beginning. Uh, I watched the, uh, like, his touchdown when 
he ran into the the uh, goal, uprights. Yeah, the goalpost. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I, then he hey, he walked over, and there was a youngster dressed with his number. I didn't realize it was his son. It was and, his son. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it hit me emotionally. It really did. Uh, I love the guy. Okay, he's an awesome little player. He reminds me of Garney Hanley. And, and I think, and you and I are probably of a certain vintage, I think why you're saying that, because there was a game in Regina, God, and I don't want to sound like I'm really old here, but there was a game in Regina at Old Taylor Field before they fixed it up, and they used to have the little fence on the field and in the corner. And Garney Henley was going after a football and dove headfirst into the fence. And I remember they showed it, and they broke for a commercial. We thought Garney Henley was dead, quite frankly. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Remember? Uh, it, was a, it was a little frightening. Yep. But, uh, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, he's uh, a little smaller than Garney Henley was, but he also is uh, um, pretty fearless. So, um, yeah. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, uh, Brandon Banks is versatile. He's an awesome little player. It's unbelievable some of the catches he makes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, like I said, Ted, uh, it's nice to hear your voice. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been. Um I don't know whether you've uh, been away from the station or no, 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 no. I'm I'm still here. I work every day on CHML News. It was just uh, uh, four oh, years ago. I oh, geez, where's my mind at? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So no, it there was. It was just a, a situation where I just decided I I had had enough and I kind of wanted to do something else. And I and, and that's the god honest truth. Um, I just, you know, I, after years of hosting the fifth quarter, I just thought, you know what? It's time. And I walked away to the stadium. I vividly remember the Eastern final in 2014 when they beat the Alouettes and I walked out of the stadium and I took a look around and said, that's it. I'm done. I'm moving on to something else. And I haven't been back in the stadium for a Tiger Cat game since then. But hosting the fifth quarter tonight has been a little cathartic for me. It's kind of, you, you know what, every so often you get back in here and you get to talk to the people like yourself and the callers that we've had, and, you know, it's a whole whole, whole lot of fun talking and dissecting. Now, not that I wish this to happen, but we all know that if the score had been reversed tonight and the Argos won, it would have been a much more volatile program, which makes for great radio. However, everybody's happy, and that's all that matters. Ron, i got to let you go. Thank you for your call. I understand, Ted. Uh, take care. All right. All right. Thanks, Ron. And thanks to all of our callers tonight here on CHML's Fifth Quarter, which has been presented by Eastgate Ford. Rick Zamperin will be back in this chair next week as the Tiger Cats take on the Ottawa Red Blacks in Ottawa, the first of a home-and-home series. Right now, the two teams are tied for first. Ottawa plays tomorrow against Edmonton. Clearly, the game next week is a big one. Thanks to Will Erskine for producing. I'm Ted Michaels. You've been listening to the Fifth Quarter on 900. CHML. The fifth quarter after every Tycats game on AM 900 CHML.